Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Leviticus 15, 1-33, then Luke 1, 5-25. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Discharges causing uncleanness. Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When any man has a dis unusual bodily discharge, such as dis a discharge in such a discharge is unclean. Whether it continues flowing from his body or is blocked, it will be it will make him unclean. This is how his discharge will bring about uncleanness. Any bed the man with a discharge lies on will be unclean, and anything he sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches his bed must wash their clothes and bathe with water. They will be unclean till evening. Whoever sits on anything that the man with the discharge sat on must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. Whoever touches a man who has a discharge must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. If the man with the discharge spits on anyone who is, un who is clean, they must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. Anything the man sits on when riding with, when riding with, will be unclean. And whoever touches any of the things that were under him will be unclean till evening. Whoever picks up those things must wash their clothes and bathe with water. They, they will be unclean till evening. Anyone the man with a discharge touches without rinsing his hands with water must wash their clothes and bathe with water and they will be unclean till evening. A clay pot with the man, that the man touches must be broken, and it will, and any wooden article is to be rinsed with water. When a man is cleansed from his discharge, he is to count off seven days for his ceremonial cleansing. He must wash his clothes and wash, <coughs> bathe himself with water, and he will be, and he will be clean. On the eighth day, he must take two doves or two young pigeons and come down and come before the Lord to the entrance to the tent of meeting and give them to the priest. The priest is to sacrifice them, the one for sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, he will make atonement before the Lord for, for the man because of his discharge. When a man has a mission of semen, he must bathe his whole body with water, and he must, and he will be unclean till evening. Any clothing or le leather that has been that has semen on it must be washed with water. No, it will be unclean till evening. When a man has sexual relations with a woman, there's an omission of semen. Both of them must wa bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. When a woman has her regular flow of blood, the impurity of her monthly period will last seven days, and anyone who touches her will be unclean till evening. Anything she lies on during her period will be unclean, and anything she sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches her bed will be unclean. 
They must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. Anyone who touches anything she sits on will be unclean. They must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. Whether it is the bed or anything she she was st- sitting on, when anyone touches her touches it, they will be unclean till evening. If a man has sexual relations with her and her monthly flow touches him, he he will be unclean for seven days. Any bed he lies on will be unclean. When a woman has a discharge of blood for many days at a time after the other than her monthly period as or has a discharge that continues beyond her period, she will be unclean as long as she has the discharge, just as as in the days of her period. Any bed she lies on while her discharge continues will be unclean. As it's her bed during her monthly period, and anything she sits on will be unclean as long as during her period. Anyone who touches them will be unclean. They must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean till evening. When she is cleansed from her discharge, she must count off seven days. And after that, she will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, she must take two doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to sacrifice one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, she, he has made, he will make atonement for her before the Lord for the uncleanness of her discharge. You must keep the Israelites separate from those from things that make them unclean so they will not die in their uncleanness for defiling my dwelling place which is among them these are the regulations for man with a discharge for anyone made unclean by a mission of semen for a woman in her monthly period for a man or a woman with a discharge or for a man who has sexual relations with a woman who is ceremonially unclean. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. All right, so now we're in uh, Luke 1, 5 through 25. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The birth of John the Baptist foretold. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, these, these were, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. For they were chosen, for they were childless because Elizabeth would, was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, He was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. When the time for the burning of the incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared. (coughs) Excuse me. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zachariah saw him. 
He was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He's never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he, he is born. He will bring back any of the many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the, in the spirit of, and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the Lord, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well, well, my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he was he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he hadn't seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When he hid this when his time of service had completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elide, Elizabeth became present and for five became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just lift you up. I thank you for who you are. I just ask and thank you for all you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.